What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to a fast and furious edition of the Baseball Insiders on this beautiful Thursday. It's beautiful in New York. I'm sure it's beautiful where Robert Murray is as well because it always is. We're doing a midday cold brew. We are extremely, exceedingly jacked to be live on this beautiful Thursday. Like we are every Thursday and Monday, 3.30 Eastern on the YouTube channel. If you're not subscribed, please subscribe to the Baseball Insiders. If you are subscribed but you like audio, subscribe to us on podcast apps. Robert Murray, fan side of MLB Insiders, joining me. As always, Robert, you're going to have to contend with a lot of energy for me today, man. Yeah, I'm here for it. Energy is always a good thing. It beats the alternative. And it looks like good coffee, too. You're a cold brew kind of guy, it sounds like, which I always approve of that. Um, but, dude, it's good to be here with you on another Thursday afternoon. How are you doing, my friend? Good to be here. I need the double cold brews today because I was uh, up late with friends in the Burbs watching the Survivor finale yesterday. Carolyn was robbed. Spoiler alert. Uh, but she's still the GOAT as far as uh, all of us are concerned. And if you are interested in putting your opinions forward, if you got that gambling bone in your body but you haven't tried it yet, you want to bet on the Survivor finale, not sure if you can do that. But I guarantee you any sport uh, – Baseball fans in Kansas, Illinois, New York, this is for you. I'm excited to share great news with you. If you've not signed up for DraftKings, you can take advantage of a limited-time promo for new users. All you have to do is deposit and place a $5 or more wager on any sport, like I said, and you'll instantly get $150 added to your account in bonus bets. Whether you win or lose, you'll still get the bonus. All you have to do is use the code BASEBALLINSIDER at sign up. And here's the thing. Using the code BASEBALLINSIDER, all one word, not only gets you the bonus, but also supports the podcast. If you like what we do, this is the best way to show us. If you have not yet signed up for DraftKings, please do us a solid sign up with the code Baseball Insider and place that first bet. Deals like this are what keep the podcast going year round. This offer is only available for new customers who are 21 plus and physically present in Kansas, Illinois, and New York. Please remember to always gamble responsibly. If you're someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 in New York. 1-800-GAMBLER in Illinois or 1-800-522-4700 in Kansas. Check the episode description for the full terms of the offer. And Robert, 
I'd imagine that was probably more pleasant for people who are listening to the audio feed than the people who are watching me awkwardly read off an email. No, I thought you did a wonderful job. If anything, uh, people in the audio or the video version here got to see me scratching my neck while you're reading that. So, I mean, you can only get that in one place and it's YouTube. Uh, I had a niche on my neck that I had to take care of. So, um, and we, we got, we got to do what we got to do, I guess. Absolutely itching to give DraftKings some of your cold, hard cash. I completely <laughs> understand. Uh, before we get into the week, that was the task at hand. Talk about some players who are definitely earning first-time All-Star appearances, some of whom I can't believe have not been All-Stars before. In addition to the movement in the standings and Trey Turner and Juan Soto finally finding their footing potentially, you've got news you were the one to get us on the Angels, currently on a hot streak, calling up Sam Bachman, one of their top 10 prospects, and you've got the straight dip. Yeah, I, I found out earlier this morning that it was a very strong likelihood, and then after about an hour and a half workout, I was able to confirm it. So that was I found out at the start of my workout, and I got it confirmed at the end of my workout. So I guess that that worked out pretty well. But the, uh, the Angels have been very aggressive in promoting their top prospects um, throughout – like the entire season, they did it with their first round pick from last year. And now Sam Bachman, their first round pick from 2021, who was um, their number nine overall pick, is now joining the major league roster. And he is uh, he's someone whose numbers, if you look at them, they're not overly inspiring. Um, but the Angels really like his ability. Um, got good strikeout numbers. Um and their their plan, from what I am told, is he's going to pitch out of the bullpen. He's been a starter in the minors, but he's going to be pitching out of the bullpen. And he adds something that they kind of lack, and that's velocity. Um, and now there's been a lot of talk about what this corresponding roster move might be. I've seen a lot of people on Twitter speculating and asking me if it's Aaron Loop being DFA'd. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the Angels have made a decision on this quite yet. I would be very surprised if that was what the move was. I think Loop is someone that the Angels believe has more in the tank, and he can be better than he's been throughout this entire season. So I would be surprised if they cut ties with him now, and I would expect it to be something else. Yeah, Loop did get the ninth inning of the 7-2 garbage time uh, victory over the Red Sox last night. Angels coming off a sweep of the Sox, by the way, riding that momentum hot and calling up uh, – one of their top pitching prospects. Hopefully they're not going to job a Chamberlain Sam Bachman here and they're prepared to transition him back into starting. Um, I'm looking at Reyes Maranta folks Uh, was terrible last night. One and a third innings across two outings, 5.25 whip, 5.25 whip. That feels like a more likely DFA (laughs) to me than Aaron loop to be perfectly honest. Yeah. And plus I believe Maranta has options so they can even move him to the minors if they wanted to. I mean, that just seems to me like it would be a no brainer. Um, again, I don't know if anything is official yet, but I would think it would be more likely that it would be Maranta and not, I just, I don't think it'll be Aaron loop. I could be wrong. I've been wrong before, but I'd be pretty surprised if I was wrong on this one. By the way, that's why you tune into the Baseball Insiders right there, that little clip where I'm just tossing out a potential Angels DFA candidate and you know that he has options available. Dude, uh, it's it's crazy. I pay way more attention to that than I probably should, but hey, that's you know what? That's that's the only kind of ins- or that's the kind of insight you can expect from the Baseball Insiders right there. 100%. And I like with the Angels for the first time in a long time, uh guy dies on hill for 11th time in 11 years, but 
for the first time, we're finally seeing the fruits of this farm system. Getting Logan O'Hoppy was a master stroke last year. He injured himself at the worst possible time. Luckily, the team has not really skipped a beat. I love Zach Neto. I've loved what I've seen from him. The opposite field power that he popped yesterday against James Paxton was so effortless and impressive. Um, bring up Bachman, show me what he's got, and then give me Ben Joyce, too. I mean, what, September? Like, are they going to K-Rod Ben Joyce? Can't rule it out. No, absolutely. And I'll tell you, like, you mentioned those guys, Ohapi and then, uh, was it Zach Nito? Yeah. Um, they've had success in the majors. Like, before Ohapi got hurt, he was – he was one of the best young catchers in baseball. Um, so the Angels have had success with it, even when the numbers may not suggest that they should have been up. So I think they should, they definitely have earned the benefit of the doubt um, in terms of these early and aggressive promotions. Um, and maybe they can do it again here with, with uh, Sam Bachman. Maybe they do it again later in the year with Ben Joyce too. It's that front office is not afraid to try the unconventional things. We've obviously seen, seen the Atlanta Braves have success with doing that. And guess where Perry Manassian came from? He ended up coming from the Atlanta Braves. So he knows he, he's seen it up close, and now he's doing it with the Angels. Nito, last year's first-round pick, you can't stress that enough, uh, has matched Anthony Volpe in war in just 124 at-bats and has a 104 OPS+. plus. Volpe's is in the low 80s, 82 coming into Thursday's game. So, it's not like Volpe's even been a disappointment. 1.2 war is fine, but Nito mm-hmm. is a level above right now. No, exactly. And if you would have told me that before the season started, that at this point that Nito would have a higher war than than Anthony Volpe, I would probably be like, wait, what? But so far it's played out that way. And both have been been good. They've been, I mean, those are like good players right there. Yeah, I've enjoyed I've enjoyed watching both. I'm, I'm rooting for the Angels, and not just because they're in the same division as the Astros. So, Let's see what Sam Bachman time brings us and uh, appreciate the insight, of course, and good news for Angels fans who've been riding a wave of good news. Uh, Now, to start the show today, before we get into the headlines, we are surprisingly close to the All-Star game. We're about a month and a half away. It's in early July this year. It's like July 8th, 9th, 10th, that that first weekend, not the second one. Um, And so I wanted to pinpoint a couple of players who – should be locks for their first all-star game appearance. A couple of them are breakouts and a few of them are just stars in this game who have not made an all-star game yet. Um, I could be wrong on all of these, but I'm going to advocate for all of these people. Um, All-star season for me officially started yesterday when they announced the futures game coaching staffs. That's uh, that's how much of a baseball nerd I am. Harold Reynolds will manage against Raul Ibanez. That's how it's done. That's how you do this in Seattle. Jeremy Reed is going to be on that coaching staff. Never forget Jeremy Reed. Um, I am ready for all-star season. I don't know about you. I don't know if I'm jumping the gun here, but there are some names and some players who I think I want to talk about and shout out now because I, I want to be banging the drum for them in case they actually need help in a couple weeks. No, absolutely. And like I'll I'm gonna I'm gonna give you Two names. I'm not going to try to steal your guys. One of them is one of your guys. So I, I will. I'm so sorry about that. My dad is texting me during the show again. This is a, an annual tradition or a weekly tradition at this point. Somebody uh, blew me up on Twitter, too, saying I gave you a Survivor spoiler. First of all, you DVR'd Survivor. And second, I didn't tell you who won. I just told wait, you who didn't win. So. Yeah, wait, DVR'd? Is, uh, is this 2010, Adam? <laughs> Does anybody TiVo Survivor? Oh, my, dude, TiVo. That's a good shot. I haven't heard that one in a while. 
Um, yeah, my, my, my dad wanted me to throw Alex Cobb's name in there um, as, as someone for the All-Star game. Has he not made an All-Star game, Adam? I don't believe he has. Let me confirm. But I, I think yeah. he's probably going to be the Giants rep. Yeah, I would think so. And But, like, the two names that I had in mind, one, Mitch Keller. He seems like an obvious candidate with the Pittsburgh Pirates. What he's done this season, he's established himself as, like, a – a very good frontline starting pitcher. And that's something that the pirates have envisioned since they drafted him. Um, and I think he's absolutely deserving. Um, he's earned it. And I would imagine he's going to end up representing the pirates in the all-star game. The other one is Nolan Gorman with the St. Louis Cardinals. He has been very freaking good. He's got, he's hitting about a little less than two or a little less than 300. He's hit over 10 home runs, I believe. Um, he's had a, a really strong season. And if you look at that infield in St. Louis, you have, uh, you have Tommy Edmond, you have Gorman, you have Arnado, and you have Goldschmidt. That's a really good looking roster. You can make the case that's like four all-star caliber players. Um, I mean, Edmond is, he's been very useful as like a utility guy. He can play all over the place too. Um, that's what, that's just one of the reasons why I'm so optimistic about the Cardinals, but I think Gorman absolutely deserves it. Uh, it remains to be seen if he'll actually get it, but his numbers certainly warrant it. Gorman is on my list. Uh, I can't believe I didn't uh, want to pinpoint Keller, and thanks for doing that. Alex Cobb has never made an all-star team. Probably a good bet this year as well. Gorman, 1,002 OPS, officially edged himself over 1,000 today. 13 bombs, 40 ribs, 297 average, 389 OBP. I don't know how he's not on the team except for just the glut of infielders and the glut of Cardinals. So like when you're making an all-star roster, you're going to put Arenado on there. Like you're going to find a way to wedge as many established stars as you can on there. And maybe the world is tired and they don't, you know, know, put Nolan Gorman on there, but I don't, I feel like you cannot miss out on putting him on this roster. Now he is one of the, he is in the category of young stars who Mm -hmm. uh, this is not his last opportunity to make an all-star game. So if he does not make the all-star team this year, he's going to make it in the future. Then again, that's what we all say, which uh, leads me to Yandy Diaz and Will Smith of the Dodgers, two players who have been doing this for several years, but have not risen to the level of all-star status for some reason, even at a position as unclogged as behind the plate. Will Smith has not managed to make an all-star game even last summer when the game was in LA. Well, now he has reached another echelon after uh how good was will smith last year how good was will smith the year before and the conversation last fall was still chris Cotillo had are the dodgers going to trade will smith like are they going to move him out of the way of diego cartaya no you, you can't do that he's hitting 317 this year with a 157 ops plus and 962 ops yeti diaz has always been a great hitter now he's an mvp caliber hitter both of those players should be on the all-star game no, absolutely. I'll tell you that Yandy Diaz, um, the Rays were very smart in extending him before the season started because that price has gone way up. Um, so shout out to the Rays for that. But it seems like all those names are absolutely deserving that you just mentioned. But I always feel I feel like we always have this debate, not just like the baseball insiders, but like baseball writers in general, is how all these young guys deserve to end up making the All-Star game. And then all of a sudden we get all these veteran players um, that end up getting voted on. The young guys get snubbed out. Um, kind of feels like a popularity contest. Um, so I'm, I would not necessarily be disappointed 
or I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of these guys didn't make it. Um, I hope they do. Cause I'll tell you, Mitch Keller deserves it. Yanni Diaz deserves it. Nolan Gorman deserves it. Like all those guys deserve it, but I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I will be wrong. Um, but I don't know. I, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of those guys didn't make it. No, somebody's getting snubbed every year. A couple people are getting snubbed. I missed the final vote. I missed when fans used to have a chance to rally one last time around uh, a group of five players. But then again, that would always become a weird popularity contest. That would always be like the Red Sox and Padres fans hooking up like, oh, you vote for Kevin Euclid and you know, we'll, we'll vote for Adrian Gonzalez or whatever. And it would just end up being the biggest fan bases would get their players back to the game. Uh, so who knows? Hopefully again, the Met, yeah, John Carlos Stanton is a classic player who keeps making the all-star team who like plays 42 games and a half and wedges his way on there. Uh, I don't think we're going to have the snub problem with Brent Rooker because I can't imagine who else is going to make the team from the Oakland A's. It's probably not going to be one of their starters with a six and a half ERA. That said, Brooker only hitting 200 in his last 15 games with a single home run and 19 strikeouts and 55 at bats. He is going to be fighting uh, the sands of time to make this roster as Oakland's rep. It could be the estuary. Obviously a burner is right. It could be <laughs> Mr. Ruiz. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you know. like, that that trade <laughs> that that entire trade has been really kind of bizarre. Like obviously Estuary Ruiz has been good in Oakland, but you look at William Contreras. Um, he's been very good in Milwaukee and the reliever. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Joel something. Um, it starts with a P. Joel P. Oh, he's really, amps. Yeah, that's the one from the the one that the Brewers got from Oakland. I'm pretty positive that Oakland was probably going to DFA him even if he wasn't included in that trade. He's been one of the Brewers' best relievers. Um, I mean, that trade turned out to be an absolute like stroke of genius by Matt Arnold. Um, I remember like I remember that trade happening, and I thought even in the moment that it was really good for the Brewers, and it's really exceeded my expectations. Like that. Um, for one of his first big moves as the Brewers GM, that was uh, that was a really good work by Matt Arnold. Agreed. Uh, and yeah, you squeezed all you could. And, and Ryan Noda, uh, again, a Rule 5 guy, somehow has a 400 OBP for the A's. Nobody's watching the A's for good reason. I wouldn't either if I didn't have to. Uh, and I don't, so I don't. But if you do, then you do. Uh, could be Ruiz. Could be Noda if he gets that average up a little bit. But I'm, I'm still hoping Rooker, the veteran, is able to find his way onto the all-star roster. A couple more names I just want to mention. Yenier Cano of the Orioles, who screams snub because we don't usually put set-up men slash closers on the all-star team unless they have the numbers that Cano has. But guess what? Cano has Cano numbers, so we're going to have to consider it. One earned run allowed this year. The Yankees got three hits against him the other day, and that was basically half the hits he has allowed this entire season. Uh, so I'm going to give him a shout. Wander Franco is correct. I feel like he is going to be starting this game. And Randy Rosarena has yet to make an all-star team. So how about that? Obviously, he started in the middle of uh, – he made his hay in 2020 and in the 2020 postseason when there was no all-star game and then took a little step back in 21 and 22. But now his star – is full-fledged, uh, I think. Uh, Randy and Wander are more likely to start than to not make the team. 
I would totally agree with that. I think that is an absolutely accurate assessment. And I'll tell you, Randy Rosarena, very interesting fellow. Um, he is someone I actually thought like had a chance to be traded because I like I didn't like I'm pretty positive he wanted to well actually I, I really want to make sure I phrase this correctly. Um I, he, he had an interesting situation. I, I think an extension was possible, but I don't know necessarily if if it was ever likely. Um, phrase that really poorly, but yeah, I think you can kind of get the gist of what I'm saying there. Yes. Um, and I, I thought maybe he could be traded. Um, but uh, yeah, it's he he's absolutely absolutely deserving. That's that's what I'll say right there. He has bet on himself this year, and if he wants to do it on DraftKings and he lives in uh, Illinois or uh, Kansas or New York, if Randy Rosario wants to live in New York, that'd be sick. Um, but if he does live in any of those states for the long term and he doesn't have an account yet, just use the code Baseball Insider at sign up. Uh, gets you the bonus bets. You put a $5 wager on any sport or more, you'll instantly get $150 added to your account in bonus bets. Win or lose, you still get that bonus. Uh, Geraldo Perdomo thrown out in the comments as a potential all-star. I love that too. 108 at-bats for Geraldo, hitting 315 with a 413 OBP, 932 OPS. You know I love the D-backs. Everybody who watches the show knows I love the D-backs. I don't think 108 ABs is getting you into the all-star game this year, but turns you into a winning player. That is that is true. It, it, it does turn you into a winning player, Adam. You, I cannot dispute that. <laughs> God, I love the All-Star game. Sorry. <laughs> um, well, there are plenty more, plenty more time uh, for us to see uh, who else is going to advance forward and potentially get a chance to represent their league at the ASG. Just stay tuned for the Futures Game roster breakdown episode, which is going to be a true nerd's paradise uh, whenever that roster drops. I love to, ref- love to refresh the Futures Game tab on MLB.com until uh, it tells me there are officially names there. Um, I'm a normal man. Uh, good, uh, good points here too on, on Longoria and, and Miguel Cabrera potentially getting honorary roster spots. Didn't Miguel Cabrera get the honorary roster spot last year? Can you do that two years in a row? Well, I mean, we're about to find out because yeah, I, I don't necessarily know, but I mean, maybe, I mean, that could be as the major league baseball's way of like saying goodbye to him, um, yeah. as he's going off into retirement, but I don't know. Maybe, I mean, maybe, what do you think, well, Adam? I think uh, I think they probably will do it again. I think they probably didn't think he was coming back for 2023, and uh, then he did. So now they're probably going to have to say an additional goodbye. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Let's move on to a couple quick hits from this past week. Uh, the American League East is not over. Some may have thought uh, over. Rays are running away with it. This is not an indictment on the Rays at all. It's just an endorsement of the Baltimore Orioles, who are a legitimate 32-17, and 17, as well as the Yankees, who are 15-6 and six in May and aren't even totally healthy yet. Giancarlo Stanton, obviously Burner's favorite all-star, is still on the shelf. Josh Donaldson and his third base defense are coming back soon. Uh, anything he does with the bat is a bonus. He should be batting seventh. But the Yanks are just six games out. The Orioles have been flirting with three for a while. Are you gaining confidence that the Orioles and or Yankees will threaten the Rays for the AL East lead by the end of the season? Yes. <laughs> no. Yeah, so here, here's exactly why I'm saying yes. Is the Orioles... I mean, the, the, the Rays started off the season hotter than all, all can be. And yet the Orioles are still within, what, three games in that in that division? Their young talent is extremely impressive. It's It jumps off the page, uh, and they have a lot of it, too. And their offense ranks, I believe, seventh in run score this year. Um, and their pitching, which was never really considered – to be a strength is like in the upper half of the league. It's still 14th. So they can definitely improve uh, in that regard. And I fully expect them to um, come the deadline. I think they're a prime candidate to end up trading for another starting pitcher. Uh, I thought they should have done that in the off season, uh, but they did not do that. But um, adding another capable starter would go a long way for them and really help them close the gap with the Rays. And then if you look at the Yankees, this is it reminds me very much like what happened in the NL Central with those teams letting the Cardinals linger around. The Yankees, they had all these injuries to start the regular season. Like it seemed like they had like a massive payroll number on the on the IL, which is absolutely true. And yet they're what, six games back? Six games back and fifteen and six since Harrison Bader's return. Uh, 30 and 21 on the season, which, you know, whether Clark Schmidt comes through tonight or not, they are still certainly searching. Yep. And exactly. And I'll tell you, like they, the fact that there's this close in the division already, um, is, I mean, if there's any, like they should not have let the Yankees linger around with that amount of talent that they have. Um, I think they're going to, they're probably going to end up leading this division at some point. It would not surprise me if it ended up happening soon. Um, But certainly like the Yankees lingering around those other teams should not have done that. 
Very 2019 energy from the Yankees, who again start Clark Schmidt tonight. That is their starting pitcher. I am reading the comments. Um, that's and his name. By the uh, way, I just want to answer uh, JL's comment since uh, uh, I don't think he was on the show to start. Uh, it's So Sam Bachman is going to be pitching out of the bullpen. Uh, he will not be starting. Yeah, do not uh, pick him up as a floater. Uh, let him let him let him develop. Um, yeah, I, I I get 2019 vibes from the Yankees who through the beginning of the first month of the season, they had all these fill ins. They were treading water it was what it was. But they were I think through whenever they were 15 and 15 or 500, they had like three comeback wins on the season. They came back and beat Cleveland late. One of those games at home. And the Red Sox had like 19 wins and 14 comeback wins. And the Yankees had like 15 wins and three comeback wins. Now, all of a sudden, the Yankees are in the mid-teens in terms of comeback wins. It seems like they always punch back when they're down three or four nothing. The Orioles and Yankees just did it to each other the first two games of the series. Yanks came back from 4-0 down late in the first game. Orioles came back from 5-1 down in the seventh yesterday. These are two very legitimate teams. And uh, you really want your head to spin. You look at how good the Orioles are now. We all know how good the farm is, but talking to an Orioles fan who is laying out the number of offensive prospects they have in the minors is a mind-bending experience. There are not enough spaces on the roster for these people. They're going to have to make it. They're always like, we got Kowser and Kerstad and Norby and Holiday. It's like, you actually can't have all those people, though. Like you, Jordan Westbury, you can't have all of these players. These people have to be traded at a certain point, or you're going to have to let guys like Austin Hayes and Jorge Mateo go. Like, there's endless young talent in Baltimore on the position player side, so get yourself some pitching and revamp this for the long haul. No, absolutely. And I'll tell you, I mean, that's, that's exactly what that front office wanted when they like stacked up this minor league roster is they, they wanted options. They wanted um, a lot of flexibility with it too. Obviously like they want a lot of that young talent to get to the major league level, but if they need to, they have options now to like, as you said, um, trade some of those minor league players for established uh, major league players. And it is, um, it's, it's really good work by Mike Elias. I have, I criticized him in the off season and I was wrong for it. And I will absolutely sing his praises. Now the job that he has done, he took over a, a, a Baltimore Orioles team that had a lot of work to do and they needed, um, they needed help. And he's replenished that farm system. He's given that organization hope, um, and that roster is benefiting from it now. And I fully expect maybe it won't be like the biggest move because we've seen like we've seen it previously, especially this offseason. He will not force a big move, uh, but moves that make sense to upgrade the major league roster. I think they will absolutely explore plenty of those. Kudos to them. And this is not a judgment on the raids either these i believe these are three playoff teams it's just a matter of what order they fall in the Rays' offense is absurd they're getting tyler glass now back very soon it would seem and uh they have banded together too uh big thumbs down wag of the finger at wfan and new york sports radio station for basically just saying they're cheating because they have a bunch of players who uh, the loud men on the radio had not heard of before. Uh, it's your job to have heard of them, but they're going down the list. And they're like, Luke Rayleigh, who is that? And it's like, you should know who that is because he's uh, on the first place team in the division. They called the Rays a bunch of journeymen. Rayleigh and the Rays have made journeymen shirts. So I, I the stable of 98, I didn't love that. 
but I'm always a big fan of when teams respond to disrespect by just owning it. And these journeyman shirts, uh, good stuff by the Tampa Bay Rays. No, absolutely. I, I fully support the Rays doing that because I'll tell you, like, WFAN doing that um, is, like, it's lazy and it's uncalled for. And, like, anyone who accuses a team who's exceeding expectations um, of cheating, that's just, uh, that's Bush League. And they should be better than that. Yeah, it's wimpy. It's wimpy stuff. Um, I mean, look, are the Rays turning somewhat mysterious people into gold? Absolutely. But that's kind of what they do and have been doing for 10 years. So if you want to be angry at it, get better at doing what you do or try to copy them. It's your call. Um, I'm going to give you an opportunity uh, to talk about and defend your preseason MVP pick, which I then, which I then stole, of course, everybody. Uh, listeners or listeners from back in March recall, uh, I, I just sort of fell for it. I fell into the trap. I gave Trey Turner the NL MVP. You did as well. You were big on Trey Turner all offseason. Uh, hilarious day from Trey Turner yesterday where Phillies are down 5 nothing. It's more of the same from Turner, who's got a 687 OPS on the year. Only six stolen bases. And in a season where stealing bases is easier than it's ever been, it's like sort of very confusing numbers from Trey. Uh, he looks absolutely silly down 5-3 in the seventh, swings over a breaking ball that bounces a foot and a half in front of home plate for strike two, and then does it again for strike three, comes up in the ninth with a runner on and two outs, still down two, and tomahawks out a hanger for a game-tying two-run home run. Uh, Something's got to be the turning point, right? So why not this? I, I hope so because my MVP prediction could not have been looking any worse going into that moment. Like even his mom admitted to booing him. And I mean, if you're getting booed by your mom, not great. Um, I, thankfully my mom has not booed me. At least I don't think so. Uh, mom, if you're watching, please don't boo me. Um, but Turner, I was always optimistic that he was going to bounce back at some point. I have said repeatedly on the show how talented he is, both offensively and defensively. He's one of the best athletes in baseball, too, and he just so happens to be a great baseball player. And um, I think his 10-year for $300 million contract will – or is it 10 or 11 years? Anyways, um, I'll, I think it will age really, really, really well. Um, and I think he's a player who's going to age like a fine wine. And – like he obviously like you saw what he did during the WBC. He ended up looking like a complete force. And I thought that was going to immediately carry over. And lo and behold, it did during spring training, like his first at bat or so he ended up cranking a home run out to left field. And then in the regular season, it's been nothing but a struggle. And hopefully it's that at bat that gets him going. And like his talent and also their hitting coach, Kevin Long, who I think, um, is arguably the best hitting coach in baseball. They got a good setup there for him to bounce back. I fully expect him to, and perhaps even yesterday's home run in the ninth inning uh, was what gets him going. He is there for 11 years, and uh, his mom hates him. So, you know, tough to overcome <laughs> that, unfortunately. Yeah. No amount of money will buy her love back. No, tough, tough love is the best kind of love. Um, yeah, it's, yeah I'll, I'll tell you, that's, Philly, Philly's a tough place. Philly's a very tough place, and they will let you know if you're underperforming, but there's no better place to win uh, than Philly, in, in my opinion. That is a very, very, very passionate and hungry fan base. Yeah, you could have fooled me. Could have fooled me that Turner wasn't already a Philly native if his mom is ready to boo him after one tough at bat in the seventh inning. 
Oh, absolutely. I mean, that just oozes a Philly family. He's got a bunch of family in that area. That's why I prefer going, or one of the reasons why I prefer going to Philly over San Diego. But um, yeah, evidently Philly is flowing throughout that entire family's veins. (laughs) And we're here for it. We love it. Um, Absolutely. Speaking of receiving money that, uh, you know, may or may not have been guaranteed. Speaking of receiving money, I guess that's every conversation in, in this great life boils down to receiving money. But uh, we've we've dogged on Juan Soto a little bit on this podcast, just sort of saying like, man, you can't turn down that Nationals contract and then be what you've been from summer 2022 to present. Now I'm starting to wonder if the fears are, are a little bit overblown. Up to nearly two war on the year, 154 OPS plus, nine bombs, hitting 257 with a 409 OBP. Uh, the splits month over month are also finally, finally coming into focus. Uh, April and March, he just hits 202 with a 373 OBP, just a 373 OBP. Now in May, 20 games, 333 average, four of those bombs, 11 ribs, four stolen bases, and a 461 OBP and 1100 OPS. I feel like it's safe to say those early fears were kind of overblown and that Still a challenge to match that initial contract offer, but he's going to be in that upper echelon. Oh, he absolutely is. And it's it's very safe to say that Juan Soto is indeed back. Um, he looks every bit the player that they expected him to. And it wouldn't even surprise me if there's more left in the tank for him because he's just that talented and that good. Um, but turning down the contract that he did, over $400 million, what was it, 440 Yeah. Um, that is a significant amount of dough. And I don't necessarily like, obviously during his struggles, it looked like a huge mistake in turning that down and looked like a, a possible, like, well, it, it looked like a whiff by him and Scott Boris, who is his agent. And obviously with him bouncing back now, it obviously is going to help his case. He's going to end up needing to sustain that for the remainder of his contract in order to have a chance to earn that back again. I, I don't know how many teams are going to have the appetite to give him that kind of money. Um, it's going to be extremely fascinating. If there's ever an agent who can do that, it'll be Boris, and I'm sure he'll play it out as long as he'll need to in order to secure that kind of money. But um, having Shohei Otani this offseason and then Juan Soto when he becomes a free agent in two years, holy smokes, man. That is uh, – free agency is going to be a blast uh, for the next couple of years, but – I. Does he get four hundred and forty million? It's too early to say, but it, it could be. It could be tough. If Juan Soto wants to also take part in the deal for new DraftKings users for New York residents, I would not be upset. Yeah, well, don't 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 gamble, Juan Soto. Don't gamble any baseball player. That uh, that that would not be very good. You already gambled the four hundred forty million. Do not sign up for DraftKings and do it again. I I promise you that. Please don't do that. No, exactly. Don't do what the Detroit Lions players did and get suspended. Yeah, that no. Highly frowned upon. Make sure you know how far away from the team facility you are before you do that. (laughs) Um, let's wrap this up with uh, one of my and I'm glad you touched on it. One of my favorite quotes of the year uh, by Cubs manager David Ross. And, uh, you know, my favorite quote, because uh, he's, you know, Christopher Morrell and the other Cubs. We're we're talking about the two hottest hitters in baseball and Juan Soto and Christopher Morrell, for whatever reason. Uh, Did not homer yesterday, but did uh, hit nine bombs in 12 games in a 12 game span at the big league level and 11 in the minors 
this year. So that's 20 overall in his first 42 games of the season. He's 23 years old. And uh, he's played a large part in the Cubs sort of being able to hold their ground. They beat up the Mets this week. Um, But the Cubs are obviously not playing to the back of their baseball cards. The Cubs record does not match their Pythagorean stuff. And David Ross this week basically just thanked, uh, thanked the rest of the NL Central for their, quote, shitty play, keeping the Cubs in the race. I love that. And uh, it's guys like Morell whose non-shitty play have actually buoyed the Cubs as they, you know, wade through this difficult time. Uh, maybe we were too soon to crown the Mets based on what the Cubs and what Marcus Stroman did to them this week. Uh, but Morell and some surprise contributors have certainly kept the Cubs afloat as they look to finally get to the place where they should be. No, absolutely. And it's been one of the early storylines of the season is Christopher Morell, like hitting as many homers as he has. What is it? Nine in the last 12 games. Insane. Nine. Which, in um, I actually did the math on this before. If that, if he kept that up for the entire season at that pace, he would hit 122 home runs. I don't think that's sustainable. If it is, last time I checked, that'd be a major league record. Um, <laughs> would not get your hopes up there at all. But um, the, the fact that he's been able to do that, though, is help. it's helped kept the Cubs. Um, all right, we have a trade. Jacob Nottingham to the Giants. There we go. More right. catchers. Yep, I'm going to tweet it right now. There we go. Uh, the, the Giants can't get enough of these, uh, get enough of these potential catching options. Nottingham, a former brewer, uh, a Redlands, California native. He will report to the AAA Sacramento River Cats. The Giants circling people in and out of that backup catcher role. Joey Bart, not the answer. Uh, you know, maybe their, uh, their first round pick right after that is, uh, everybody better credit the baseball insiders, uh, podcast for this breaking news you're 100 right uh gary sanchez uh not not the giants backup that they envision and ironically the giants are going to milwaukee so uh nottingham gets to go play the brew crew if he does get called up by the end of this series patrick bailey and blake sable sharing the duties right now for the g-men while bart is on the 10 day and roberto perez is on the much longer 60 day and potentially contemplates retirement uh so yeah jake nottingham a depth move but a guy with major league experience eight big league bombs in his career an ops of near 700 and another name for the giants to throw into this seemingly endless mix of potential backup catching options this year no exactly it seemed like a just a catching whirlwind in san francisco they've tried so many different guys what was it gary sanchez they've tried a bunch of different ones and nottingham who um, people in the Giants organization were in Milwaukee when he was there. So they know him. Um, I am told that no players going back to the Seattle Mariners. It is for future considerations. So there we go. Love to keep track of my future considerations. If the Mariners do need help reminding them where their considerations are, I'll be happy to send them directly to the baseball insiders and tell them that we have a handle on that. Gary Sanchez called up to the Mets last week somehow has already subtracted 0.1 war from them in just six at bats, which again, I, I don't even really know how, don't even really know how that's possible, but apparently it is. <laughs> no, exactly. I don't know, but wait, that's a second breaking news, little tidbit we've gotten on the baseball insiders in the last couple of weeks. 
Good time. Dude, this one was a challenge because I, I had a vamp a little bit about Jacob Nottingham, and I'm like, yeah, how quickly can I get his OPS? How quickly can I yank no, that up? I'll tell you, your ability to pull up numbers just like that is it, you're it's freaking impressive. I don't know how you do it necessarily. I don't know if you have like three monitors there or what. Um, Spoiler alert to the viewers: I didn't actually know Jacob Nottingham's career OPS before a couple of minutes ago. That was a that was not off the dome. No, I mean, if you did know off the top of your dome, I'd be a little bit concerned. Um, <laughs> Deeply strange. Yeah, that would be that'd be quite something. But hey, good good work, Adam. As always, that uh, hey, uh, we need to do that more often. <laughs> Very upsetting behavior. If I did know the info, but great work by you scooping it. Not great work by me. I, I didn't do no, anything. I'll, I will actually give credit to uh, Jeff Young over at Fansided. He covers the Giants, and he messaged me. He was uh, he asked me to confirm it at 109. I sent a text, and then at 110 or one yeah 110 it was confirmed. So look at that. We we got to love it. Those are always a good time. Young blood. Uh, well, shout out to you, of course, for closing this with a bang. Uh, Sheriff of Nottingham is officially a San Francisco giant. Uh, a reminder before we go for all of you fans in Kansas, Illinois, and New York who have yet to create a DraftKings account, you can take advantage of our limited time promo for New Year's. It helps the pod. It helps us get scoops like this. Well, not really, but it helps you listen to them. It helps us create the show that you're used to. All you have to do is deposit, place a $5 or more wager on any sport. You will instantly get $150 added to your account and bonus bets. Whether you win or lose, you'll still get the bonus. Just use the code BASEBALLINSIDER at signup. You are, of course, in this scenario, the Baseball Insider, not just us. You got to be new customer, 21 plus, physically present in Kansas, Illinois, New York. Please remember to always gamble responsibly. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem wants help, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 in New York. 1-800-GAMBLER in Illinois or 1-800-522-4700 in Kansas. Check the episode description for the full terms of the offer. And we will be right back at it next week. Same time, not the same day, though, because it's a holiday weekend. You'll see us next Tuesday and Thursday at 3.30 Eastern, uh, 12.30 Pacific, uh, 1.30, the weird time zone in between. Um, And uh, you'll see us on Tuesday and Thursday, typically, though, Monday and Thursday, 3.30 Eastern time, right here on the Baseball Insiders YouTube channel and the audio version up on all podcast platforms afterwards. And we could not go through Nottingham Forest without you, Robert Murray. No, it wouldn't be possible without you. I appreciate everybody for commenting, by the way. We had a lot of comments today and for uh, for tuning in for the insights. Adam Weinrib, you are an absolute legend as always. Joanne, could not be possible without you as well, uh, doing what you do. We appreciate all you guys. Adam, let's see you what, Monday? See you Tuesday. Oh, Tuesday. Good shout. I, I Sorry, I was a little tuned out there for a second. But yeah, Tuesday it is because we got Mortal Day on Monday. Um, yeah, everybody enjoy the BBQ. Uh, I think the NBA action will probably still be stretching all the way out into the weekend. I think the Boston Celtics probably win their basketball game tonight. And then we'll see you in Miami for game six. I mean, you won't see me in Miami, but we'll we'll all be seeing Miami on our televisions for game six. Um and the, yeah, thanks everybody for chiming in. Uh, comments on Bachman, comments on uh, you know the news of the week, but also everybody brought their A game with first time All Stars. You guys all had names prepped, and that's why the Baseball Insiders listeners are the best on earth. Uh, you guys are superior to us. Obviously, go Heat, of course, but I'm just just calling it like it is. Um, yeah.
Not exactly. Go Heat. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna although my buddy Anthony was a big Celtics fan, hopefully he's not watching. Uh, but yeah, uh, go Heat. Obviously, go Heat. Um, but we, uh, I think we probably see uh, another game in that series. But maybe I'm wrong. Until next time, I'm Adam Weiner for Fan Side of MLB Insider Robert Murray. We will see everybody on Tuesday. Have a beautiful long weekend. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.